crocodile man, a witch woman, a guy yeah. that can set himself on fire? Right. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm okay. gonna click! I'm All right, put it. down my resignation! Bro, and you're a better toilet <laughs> fixer than we know. Rob, there's a war going on. Did, did you know there was a war? <laughs> I just always think of what, what when Dennis and Dee are doing their podcast. And they're just like, oh, they're yeah. so boring and generic when they try. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, always, I forgot about that. Didn't. What are they. Was that part of the. Episode where they're watching Mac and Charlie's moms. No, no, that's a completely different episode. Oh, is it? No, that, that this one's the podcast one. I'm a, I don't know what Mike, Mac and Charlie were doing, but like the podcast one was just like it was just them like trying to do a podcast because Frank listens to them on his car rides. He likes their jibber jabber, but he's been recording them secretly. And so then when they actually try with an actual uh, system hooked up, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, really politics. try. Yeah, let's, yeah. try it. let's talk about all the common goals. And Frank's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I remember that. Yeah, he, like, yeah, he thinks they're interesting when they when they don't know they're being recording, but they can't come up with anything interesting when they are recording. Yeah. That's funny. I remember that. I don't think we need that. Well, whatever. Um, as always, this is the Hammer Barrel Podcast. Yep, yep. Each and every week, we come talk to you about nerd stuff, movie reviews, all those kind of things. Um, this week, we went and saw The Incredibles two, or at least me and John did, because Rowan's dead. Rowan's... Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Okay, sounds good. Um, as always, you can find us online uh, if you just search Hammer Barrel, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, whether it is. Uh, iTunes, tune in, all those podcast services. You can find us under Hammer Barrel. So if you'd go like, comment, subscribe, those kind of things, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just as we said just a second ago, we went and saw Incredibles two uh, this weekend. Pretty, there's a lot of buzz. It did really well. Uh, yeah. The box office for the weekend broke the record for number one animated movie like um, opening of all time, which oh, really? is wow. not surprising. It yeah. beat it beat Finding Dory by fifty million, which Finding Dory is like one hundred and thirty, oh, okay. and they did one hundred and eighty. Huh? That's so shocking. A lot more, yeah. um, but it's obvious that the Pixar sequels are going to just be dominating. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, every like because the next because Toy Story four is coming out next year. Oh, is that the next one? Is that really, I think there's one in between, but I think Toy Story 4 still is coming out next year. That's crazy. And we still don't know anything about it. No. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so we'll do... This is just going to be spoilers. Cause there's you, not you really, want to just go straight into spoilers? Yeah, there's just not anything. There, like, There's not honestly anything spoilery in this movie. It's a pretty by-the-numbers story. Yeah, it's it's pretty... It's, it, it's just really What's just your like, like, initial a, thoughts, I guess? I liked it. It did you it's, like it more or less than the first one? I I like it less than the first one, but the first one's like just like really hard to beat for me because like in my pick top to top uh, Pixar list it was number one. Um, it's so weird because I don't really see it as a sequel. I just see it kind of just like a continuation. Like it's like it's like weird for me to see it as a, a story as a whole 
ones really is just like a continuation. The, the same, literally, it doesn't even take. Like, it's not like next day. It's like next minute. Kind yeah, because like, it's like the, the, the Underminer. Like they're they're fighting the Underminer, and it's like straight to it, and the aftermath of that, and and like it's still family values. It's still them trying to get out of the shadows as superheroes, and even like the villain's main goal is like, oh, it's kind of the same as Syndromes, and it's like. I don't, it's like the same end goal, but different means. Like, I, I felt like it was almost like a direct-to-video Disney movie, but just better. Just yeah, like really well-produced. Really, <laughs> really well-made direct-to-video uh, Pixar movie. Um, but I liked it. Like, there's some solid jokes. The action's incredible. Um, I remember, like, the one negative thing in my mind the whole time was pacing. I felt like it was dragging like strangely for certain points. Like, so like there'd be like cool action scene. Now it seems like it's going on for a little longer. It felt really long. Like, and that kind of happened throughout the entire film. But, uh, but my, 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 uh, also that was on my mind was just like, it lasts a girl just incredibly just thick. She's just so incredibly thick. I definitely spent a lot of time doing that. Like she just seems like, like, her character model just seems so much more curvaceous than, than any was. other woman character. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh my god. Like, you guys didn't have to do that, but you guys did it. Yeah. You broke the mold on this you one, gentlemen. Yeah, my, my kind of initial thoughts are like, I'm not the biggest fan of the first one. So for me, I still like the first one more because this literally just felt like the same movie again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what I was worried about. They did a couple different things, but really, honestly, it was pretty much almost, and not like a beat for beat, but pretty close just like they flipped the perspective more to basically the same movie from her yeah, perspective it, if you were to flop it yeah it's just yeah it's so weird like yeah it's just the last girl becoming the superhero earning the money for them but it's but the only thing is that it's not in secret everyone yeah. knows everyone yeah. knows what's happening i thought we were talking about this right after we watched it it felt like a lot of vignettes yeah. of scenes where it's like yeah these scenes are cool Especially, like, a lot of the Jack-Jack stuff definitely, like, steals oh, the yeah, show. Yeah, Jack-Jack. This show has Jack- been a movie about Jack-Jack. Yeah, like, and it's crazy how much they put him in it, too. And really, like, they put a lot of Violet in there, and Dash is still, like, non-existent. Oh, yeah, he was, like, barely a character. He's not yeah. even, like, he's, like, <laughs> he's just a joke here, joke there, but nothing really of substance. But yeah, it just felt like there was, like, a lot of different, like, there was a lot of good, like, little scenes, but when you put together, the story was, like, meh, it was all right. Yeah, I... I... Yeah, like it was like I said, like it feels like I felt like I was watching like Return of Jafar or like, yeah. uh, you know, where it's I, like, yeah, this is that, but it feels off. Yeah, it's like it's not quite right, and like I, it's like it's I, I, I still can't find like I don't know what to tell you where I'd place it right now on my Pixar list. Like I don't know if I put it in my top five. I just I know I really liked it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it in my top five. It'd probably be top. 10 but there's a pretty steep drop off in quality for some of the Pixar movies you know like when oh, you yeah. have like the good ones <laughs> versus the bad ones there's this would be definitely like above the bad for sure like it's not a bad movie it's just one of those like we've seen this before well, like, type of movies and I'm just yeah. kind of surprised that they would take this long to really just do the same movie like if, if I could play you know if I could remake the movie the only thing I'd really change was I wish Syndrome, the bad guy from the first one, was the bad guy in this one. Yeah, just bring him back. Just like, just like, cause he just, cause Syndrome in general is just a, such a more compelling villain than the one in this one for than sure. Than the one in this one, and in general, he, Syndrome's a great villain, but like, 
when you just have two villains that have kind of the sort the same thought process of how supers should be in the society, it's like why like yeah, why you basically have so the new villain that you find out in this movie is Evelyn Dever. She's the sister of Winston Dever. Winston Dever, who they're basically Winston Dever is basically he grew up idolizing um heroes his father grew up idolizing heroes his father was one of the big ones that pushed it they even did kind of like a you know bat phone nod Mm -hmm. with the two heroes that he was friends with but basically he got killed because robbers came into his house and he tried to call the heroes right after they had been outlawed instead of going to a safe room and then died and so you basically have the two siblings evelyn and winston taking that in two different ways where he wasn't able to call the heroes because they'd been outlawed. And so he blames the fact that heroes being outlawed is what killed their parents. And then her perspective is he shouldn't have like relied on them in the first place. They had a safe house. Yeah. They had he a way had to, an option. Yeah. And a, so like, he should have taken that. Um, and so she blames that. So she thinks that supers cause more issues because we rely on them versus, you know, so you have two very interesting perspectives on it. Yeah. And, it's interesting because at one point she breaks down her brother's kind of thought process and like how his mind associates heroes with, they could have saved my family, which is then safety. And she's like, that's wrong. Like yeah. his, so it was like interesting. They kind of like break down the like idea, but her idea in response wasn't like strong enough. I feel like to hold her as like a good villain. Well, like it's like weird. Cause like, you know, the whole movie, it's not necessarily about good guys versus bad guys. It is just family values because, like, you're really just following um, Mr. Incredible trying to be a good stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a, it's a really compelling, like, story. Like, yeah, there's some good stuff in like, there. Uh, like, all the, sta- the home stuff is great, but, like, I almost felt like you we didn't even need the villain. Just make no. this, like, a slice-of-life movie. Like, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's yeah. weird. That kind of... It feels... Yeah, it's like, you know, Elastigirl's whole, like, story is kind of just, like... It seems like a waste of time in the grand scheme of things when that's not what like the story is about. Yeah. In a way, because her part isn't part of it. Her whole thing is not being with her family, you know, like yeah. throughout the whole thing. And it's Mr. Incredible learning how to be a better dad and stuff like that. And like, you know, realizing all the stuff that his wife did, you know, taking advantage of like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going to be able to handle it. And after the first day <laughs> wanting to just die. Um, <laughs> so I think there's like a lot of interesting stuff with that. But it's just like, yeah, the like side story with the villain is not compelling yeah that's all it is it's a side story yeah I mean, it's definitely yeah even though it's even though it's framed as the main story because we all probably spend just as much time in that story as we do the other one i felt like and that's where i think it dragged on is like the side yeah. story took a lot of time yeah honestly the the true villain of the movie was a raccoon the, 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 oh my gosh <laughs> that scene was so good so there's <laughs> they have this great scene where so uh, Mr. Incredible is basically trying to like take care of the kids. So he keeps having to put Jack Jack to sleep and you kind of figure out that Jack Jack has like powers. Um, we already knew that from like the short that happened, you know, after we, well, we knew pretty game. well from the first one. Yeah. Um, and so you basically had this moment where Mr. Incredible's sleeping. It's all dark. It's like late at night. He's watching this TV show where it's basically like a robber with like a, you know, traditional like sixties robber. Like, ah, I'm going to get Jesse yeah, black and white stripes, mask, mask, bandit mask. And then he, uh, Jack Jack looks out the window and he sees a raccoon <laughs> like rummaging in the garbage. And they just like, they like then cut back to the robber, zoom in on his face to see his like mask and then zoom in on the raccoon and see, he looks really similar. So Jack Jack's like, 
that's a bad guy. And so he starts like running towards him and he like phases through the glass because he has all these weird like, yeah, he has powers. He weird like nondescriptive amount of He basically just has every power, which yeah. it was weird because they kind of had like a throwaway line of like, oh, when kids are young, they have multiple powers and they grow out of them. But he has a lot. Yeah. What? <laughs> totally. Well, and that's what, that's what she was even saying was that he has way more than normal. So yeah. it's like, he, he's kind of like OP, but whatever. Um, and then you had them basically have this like brawl in the yard that was probably like the best choreographed fight in the whole it was movie so pretty because the there's like incredible. so many different like it went on for a long time too and there was just like a lot of different like you know fights resets into like different like genres yeah. inside of yeah. it and it was incredible like there's a great there's a great part where like the raccoon disappears and in a cloud of smoke silhouetted by light like he just shows up and it's like oh my god the, the monster truly has returned yeah. and there's just like a bunch of like <laughs> like jack jack throwing these weird like combo punches on him and yeah. like all this different stuff and, like, it's pretty funny i just like i couldn't get over how incredible that scene was and like they didn't like keep it as like a Blu-ray special or something like that. Yeah, it definitely could have been. Yeah, and that's what that's that's what we were like talking about earlier with like these vignettes. Where it's like that scene could have been a complete side thing. It didn't need to be in the movie because it didn't add anything. No. Like throughout the rest of the movie, we see Jack Jack has a billion powers. Like mm-hmm. we didn't need those established. It's a funny scene, yeah. and it's probably like the single best scene in the whole movie. But it just felt out of place. And there was a lot of those within there. There was a bunch of stuff with when they get into the house where Dash is like messing with the house and all these. So it's like things just went on for like a really long time and they weren't like serving any purpose. Um, But there are like, but there are like, you know, speak just thinking about the raccoon fight scene. There's some really solid like action scenes that like. Oh, the animation was nuts. Where like, like there's like a scene where Elastigirl has a motorcycle that detaches with her body. It splits in half. And so you get this really interesting like idea of like, oh, let's do some more, uh, you know, elastic, super elastic person mobility. Yeah, but we've already seen that stuff. Well, let's give her a motorbike. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see how that works out. Yeah, it's incredible. Chasing a, a train through a tunnel using a, a, mo- a motorbike that splits in half. Super interesting stuff. Um, there's a great fight scene inside their house where uh, the kids are being ambushed by these group of superheroes that are being mind controlled. Mm, yeah. And it's so like, it's so confined. Like the fact that like it's, mm-hmm. they are stuck yeah, in the small zone, space. Frozone so shows up and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, a cool fight scene. It's really great, but yeah, it's just kind of hard to like think about. Like it's hard for me to think about, is this supposed to be an action adventure movie or just a slice of life drama? Cause that's like, yeah. that's, it's, it's so hard to pick one or the other. Cause it feels like it has to be one or the other. I can't view it as both. Yeah, I it's so yeah, it just it it just like totally shifts and I feel like that's what also kind of makes it feel long too. Yeah. Is we go from these like slice life moments that literally have like nothing to do with the rest of the film. Yeah. Then jump into this like whole like, you know, we're jumping back and forth between these two stories and one of them is definitely stronger than the other. Mm-hmm. So anytime you go to the like the weaker one, you're like, "Oh, well, when are we getting back to the next yeah, one? Because, well, like, you know, the first one, the, the whole James Bond aesthetic of Mr. Incredible getting to the island, doing all the jobs, like, it just kept on going. It just, like, it just kept on amping up. And it's say that uh, any family-related stuff... It was really quick. Was really and it quick. was all related to him not being there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, he would call her and he'd be, like, frustrated that she was doing it. But they were both going towards the same goal. So he was still at the same time, like, okay with it. Yeah. So it's like there wasn't as much tension there because it's like, yeah, he wanted to be the hero doing this, and but she is. But it's like, let me just break it down to some cost-benefit analysis, which I thought was like oh, really yeah. weak. I hope I wish they had put it more on her being like, like her like actual like 
character versus like, oh, she doesn't break as much stuff. You yeah, know, like they she's like a more upbeat character and fun. Like, yeah, yeah, something like, like that versus it just like you don't break as much stuff. It's like eh, that's kind of a weak reason, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things where it's still good, but it's like it has the disadvantage of having a movie before it that I think is way better. Yeah, I <laughs> like, and that's what's tough about this. I think. They, they, they're so similar to me, except for probably, like, Syndrome is definitely a way better villain mm-hmm. than Evelyn Dever. Does she even... I mean, her, Screen like, Slaver her, is the yeah, thing, her, but... Her, her villain alter ego is yeah. Screen Slaver. Um, and, like, yeah, I just felt like... And I was talking to you about this, too. Like, I just felt like they made Elastigirl, like, dumb when it seemed like there were some obvious ways. Like, and I wanted them to just take it not the same route of them obviously working with the villain... Yeah, uh, there's some hard, there's some hard moments of like character knowledge versus player knowledge in the movie. Like, yeah, like there's like there's definitely like one part where like oh all everyone being hypnotized are wearing goggles and like the kids are fighting these people wearing goggles that they know are being hypnotized, but they don't like whenever they knock someone out they don't remove their goggles because no. they don't understand that they don't know that. Yeah. So it's like okay that's that's fine I get that you don't understand that, but. Yeah, there's definitely some moments where the last girl's like, no, the clock, the, the the wheel should be turning a lot faster than yeah. you think it should be. <laughs> and it's and it's one of those things where it's not turning because of story. Yeah. Or it's not turning, like, you know, it's like a crux of the story, which just seemed weird to me. Yeah. Because um, they play her off as being a good superhero, but they just make her a bad superhero throughout the movie. Kind of. Like, she, they make her, they just make her like a not intelligent superhero. Yeah. Which, she's good in like the situations she's in, but she's not like critically thinking in a way that I think. Which is weird because, like, you know, in the first one, she was doing all the sleuthing when yeah, she exactly, got yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, this isn't right. Something about this isn't right. Not terrible, but just... Did you see the mask when she breaks into the door and he was standing in the Yeah, corner? it was creepy. That was scary as That was fuck. super scary. I was really worried that that whole scene was going to be really scary. I was, like, I was like kind of bummed out, like, that, like, you know, Evelyn didn't actually put on the screenslaver costume at the end. Because, like, the screenslaver costume, like, I think the yeah, whole... Yeah, it looked really his cool. Whole, the screenslaver whole deal is, is cool. It's yeah. super neat. Yeah. But then you just like, oh, I'm just I'm just a person just doing my thing. Yeah, she was like, I created like, that persona. It was never me. It was, you know, a face that I could use kind of yeah, thing. It's like, oh, don't not. And I wish they and that's the weird part about it being such a like, you know, a minor beat in this major story was like the things that she was doing was cool. Like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, to get everyone on board with supers. I'm going to go on this TV and have this interview. And she immediately like gets uh the tv anchor gets brainwashed and is saying all these weird things yeah. to her like it was really interesting like how they were framing this villain and then it just became really not great at the end well that's what like that's like um that's why i, I wish syndrome was the villain because you know syndrome had a great origin story in the first one where you see him like mm-hmm. get pushed away by mr incredible and yeah, like, he had a reason to hate Mr. Incredible. Yeah, but like, and so like, when you the first one, the first time Screen Slaver starts hypnotizing someone, he sends a message to Elastigirl like, "Welcome back." And I was like, "Oh, interesting. Maybe this is an actual supervillain from the past, like that yeah. Elastigirl knows, or maybe he's actually well, well, no, no, he's not. Well, he's not new. He's uh, he's new. Like he's yeah, not new. Yeah, yeah. He's like not, so. Not no one known. knows who he is. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Like, why would he say welcome back, Elastigirl? Then, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I, I like I wanted to see like a Dark Knight Joker, like I like I just or like that kind of iconic villain, some kind of yeah foil, movie. some kind yeah. of foil to her, where it was really like, and I think that's just I guess the weakest part where it's like there's no 
like with even both the movies, there's no real like foil character in the villain. They're yeah. wanting to just do something different than what you know. Like they don't reflect each other at all. No, it's just like I'm a bad guy. I don't like supers. At least they have like better motivations. I think hers is worse than Syndrome's, but yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, it's one of those things where it's gonna get a bunch of praise just because it's good. Yeah. It's good. And like, it is good. I'm I'm surprised it's getting as high reviews as it is, but I mean I think people are also always afraid to give stuff like that bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think you could I think it watching it you could be easily tricked for the most part. I think for the most part we're pretty cynical about stuff. We are. You, you and I are pretty cynical, but like it's it's a very like it's a good movie. Not many faults. Just it could have been. I just feel like it could have been better. Been there were things within it that I think could have been stronger, and. That that's like the thing. I think that's the perspective we're coming at it from. Mm-hmm. Is like it's still way better than so many things. Yeah. But I can't because of like the um, stature that Pixar has set up for itself. When they do something that's just okay, it deserves a lot of criticism. Yeah. I feel like. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend going seeing it for sure, yeah, especially go, in the yeah, theaters. Like, it. it's definitely like the music is great, the stylized oh, opening is super in, like awesome. Like, there's just a lot of really, really cool stuff in it. And it's really cool. and the animation with all like they did like a bunch of water hair animation, and it was nuts. oh yeah, oh yeah. Like even like if you look at their and models, Frozone stuff, yeah, Frozone's ice Oof. like incredible, like all his motions stuff like that. But like even if you look at their models, it's interesting like looking at this and then looking at the first film where just the leap in technology the leap, oh, yeah. the leap I mean, in 14 skill. years yeah and like and like it's weird it's a little it was a little jarring for me because the, the character models seemed a lot more um like sculpted a lot more statuesque yeah they almost looked kind of like clayish or like um like 3d printed kind of it was yeah. weird they had like a hardness to them that it didn't seem as like malleable and there's and there's they're, you know the red and black super suits like were a lot more like vibrant they were super like that looks like really bright spandex compared to the first time you see in the first movie but I don't know, like it's like it's it's a little weird because like I find would find it hard to watch the first one then watch this one afterwards and going like yep there's a jump in quality really big jump well, in and quality. especially especially because they take place right after each other yeah too. like <laughs> um and that was what I was yeah it, there was just yeah and then we were talking about there was like weird technology things where it's like they basically have like <laughs> yeah. ipads but their tvs are still tube tvs yeah and they have like color cartoons like johnny quest but it's like they're like just like really weird like it's not quite timeless and it's not quite like focused yeah. enough for me to understand the world um but man the music i was like just thinking the about music the music really music's good. really good the music they just really good. michael giacchino I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. That's not, yeah, it's probably right. Yeah. Uh, uh, did it, and it's awesome. Yeah, just keep, it's a like, lot of that great like Bond like like kind of yeah. music like throughout, and it was just really good. Yeah, just like way better, way better, way better soundtrack than the first one. Um, that's kind of it. Yeah, like it's, like it's a good movie. Go watch it. Think for yourselves. Think for yourselves. Think for yourselves. Don't Fair let, enough. Don't let two cynics like like weigh you down on it. Uh, yeah. Cool. No. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Take away, Rowan.